Hello, everybody. Day two. All right. So uh, as you saw from the last Facebook Live I did, I'm going to be doing lives every day for the next three weeks at least. And um, I'm kind of going in a timeline order, I think I've decided, with uh, some growth and lessons. So um, with that being said, um, hello, everyone who is hopping on. Um, it's much appreciated. So uh, today we're talking about cannabis. Woo! Um, <laughs> so already I'm seeing a couple of people jump on, which is pretty exciting. So clearly there's some interest in the topic. Um, it's pretty fun living in a state where it's legalized. And it's kind of funny because when you look around after really having an understanding of how powerful uh, the plant actually is, it doesn't really make much sense that it's illegal. So um you know, for people that might be hopping on that don't really know much about cannabis, um, for people who maybe don't even know what cannabis is, it's also known as weed, pot, and like a thousand other nicknames. So um, I'm just going to kind of, hey, Lynn, I'm just going to give you kind of a brief history of um, how I started to learn about cannabis, and then I'll kind of jump into uh, my personal experiences with being in the cannabis industry when I used to live in Los Angeles and um, some interesting things that happened uh, while I was in it. So if you have any questions about it, uh, anything cannabis related or just any questions in general, feel free to type them in the comments and I'll answer as we go. So it's actually been a couple of years since I've been in the cannabis industry when I moved to Santa Cruz and really got gung-ho into the coaching. Um, I you know, left that part in the past, although I do enjoy the magical plant uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so history time. Okay. So when I first moved to California, uh, the guy that I was dating at the time, uh, was, uh, a huge, huge, huge cannabis user. And, uh, he, but, uh, you know, medicinally he had a lot of anxiety and many, many issues, uh, which we'll get to that later. <laughs> But uh, he's the one that really introduced me to it once I got to L.A. I had experienced it a few times before then, uh, but I had a bad experience uh, where it wasn't legal and um, it scared me away from it for several years. So uh, once I moved to Los Angeles, pretty much the first thing I did was go and get my cannabis card. Uh, so for those of you that don't live in a legal state, it's so easy to get. It's like ridiculous. Uh, I, uh, didn't even have like all my official, you know, my official license or anything yet when I was in California and I was able to make it happen. So, uh, I will 100% admit that when I first got my cannabis card, it was because I wanted to just get high and I'm not even going to pretend that's not the case because sometimes it's fun and I still think it's a thousand times safer than alcohol. So I'm cool with admitting that to the world. <laughs> um, but um, in the amount of time that I've had my card, I've actually been really shocked and surprised by how many times I've been able to use it for more like medical reasons. And it's really, really um, just put me in awe of how powerful this plant really is. And that's something that I think is really important. And I'm so psyched to see that it's really getting out there now and that people are actually learning the difference between, you know, CBD and THC and all that good stuff. So uh, oh gosh, where to start? Um, so 
I um, typically nowadays when I buy, I buy strains that are high in CBD and very low in THC. So what that means is it has a lot of the medicinal healing effects and a lot of uh, the relaxation effects without it actually getting you high. And most people don't realize that um, that's even an option and that you can eat edibles, you can smoke it, you know, you can just get a salve and rub it on your skin. There's so many different ways that you can uh, experience cannabis. And um, people are so creative in the industry, it's just mind blowing. And uh, it's, it's just so cool. Um, I actually had an experience once when uh, we were set up a cannabis cup event, uh, I burnt my hand really bad. I burnt the palm of my hand um, right in the middle, uh, second degree burn. And um, earlier that afternoon, I had actually gotten a sample of a cannabis salve from somebody that was walking around. And I had actually never used a salve before. And I think it was coconut oil based and uh, some other different things in it. Yeah, she knows what's up. <laughs> and um, when I burnt my hand, and I was like, you know what? It's already burnt. If I go to the first aid tent, they're probably going to put some sort of weird toxic chemicals on it. You know how I feel about that kind of stuff. So I figured, you know what? Let me try this salve. So I put the salve on my hand and then I did end up going to the tent just to get it wrapped up. And uh, the EMTs were totally cool with it. And uh, they wrapped it up and they didn't do anything to it. They literally just wrapped gauze around my hand. And the next morning I woke up and my hand was 100% fine. Now, talk about shocked. Like, I was shocked. And I had already been in the industry for over a year and had absolutely no idea. Like, you hear people talking about how amazing it is. But the fact that I literally had a second degree burn and then I woke up the next morning and it was gone. Like, my hand wasn't even tender to the touch. It was like 100% healed. It, like, seriously almost freaked me out. <laughs> so I absolutely believe in the power of the plant. Um, for those of you that know me really well, you know, I'm pretty much a purist when it comes to eating and, um, I don't like stuff that's been too pulled apart in any way, shape or form. So I personally am not a huge fan of, um, concentrates and, uh, stuff nowadays, but, uh, you know, to each their own, whatever it is that lights you up, that's fine with me. So anything that you do in the cannabis realm is going to be 10 times healthier than anything you get from big pharma. And, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure there will maybe be some controversial statements from other people about that, but that's what I believe. Um, so how did I get into the cannabis industry? Uh, when I came back from uh, living abroad, I started dating this guy who I'd been friends with for a long time. And uh, one day when we were hanging out, um, he was like, you know, wouldn't it be cool if pizza sauce would get you high? And uh, I just laughed. And uh, we started experimenting just for fun at home. And uh, eventually we figured it out and we went into business with my brother. And um, there was a lot, it was hard, you know, just like anyone, you, you know, if anyone out there has started their own company, you know that it's difficult and you probably don't know how to do 99% of what it is that you need to do until you learn how to do it and um, it can be really intimidating and that does not differ if you're in the cannabis industry. The only thing that differs is the fact that there is a lot of gray areas legally in the cannabis industry and the laws are constantly changing. So um, add that level of stress on top of regular entrepreneurial stress 
<clears throat> on top of me having never had my own business before. And it was incredibly stressful. And on top of that, uh, the guy that I was dating turned out to be a complete narcissist. So that was awesome. Uh, but it was the key foundation to uh, me being who I am now. So I am very grateful. Although I would never wish that experience on anybody. Um, so, yeah, man, so much to say. So we started this company. There ended up being a lot of drama with uh, that guy once we stopped dating, but we still had a company together. And eventually my brother and I decided to go our separate ways. And the easiest way for us to do that uh, was to just give him the first company because of um, lots of threats from him. <laughs> so uh, to save our own asses, we just gave him everything. And then my brother and I started from scratch all over again. So the real blessing in that was that uh, I had to pretty much teach myself everything the first time around. So I knew how to do everything when we had to start over again. And we worked really hard. And eventually my brother and I managed to uh, win first place THC edible and cannabis cup uh, 2016, I believe it was. And um, it was a really powerful experience. So I know what it's like to win. And I know what it's like when the laws keep changing and you have to keep changing all your stuff and you don't have a financial backer and it gets really stressful. And, um, you know, even, even now, oops, hold on one second. My cord got funny. Okay. Hopefully you guys can still hear me. Let's check this out. Um, okay. If you guys can hear me, can you give me some hearts or something? Okay, cool. Hopefully you guys can hear me now. Um, so yeah, it's uh, a lot of huge ups and downs with being in the industry. Even right now, they passed laws recently where it basically um, eradicated like 80% of the edibles companies. A lot of them are on pause while they're waiting for their new paperwork to come in and to set up their companies from scratch all over again. And so it's a really... Uh, Hey, it's a really um, stressful time for a lot of people in the industry. And, you know, after a while, I realized, you know, I don't want to live with this kind of stress all on top of my shoulders 24-7 anymore. And, um, you know, when I was in the company with my brother, he kind of had executive decision power and we had a little bit of a different vision. And so because of that, it became really stressful to work with each other. And so I decided that I needed to just move on and do my own thing. And that's when I moved up to Santa Cruz and, um, and uh, just focused on rebuilding myself and going from there. So um, if you have any specific questions about cannabis, please type them in the comments. I would love to make this really tailored and specific to you guys. Um, it's, there's, for those of you that don't live in a place where it's legal or you don't have your medical card or you've never actually been into a dispensary, I'm going to kind of give you a little lowdown of what that's actually like, because I think that the public perception uh, has a lot of fear tapped into it because they just don't know what it looks like once it becomes legalized. Um, so going into a dispensary is like going into any other store. Some stores are really nice and really high end, and some stores are really like hole in the wall, kind of creepy, not sure you ever want to go back there. Um, there's always a security guard at the front door, making sure that you're safe. There are um, bud tenders behind the counter, which are basically like bartenders. So they stand there and they tell you 
um, everything that you need to know about the products that they sell in their shop so they can tell you, you know, these are the indicas that we have and they help you if you want to go to sleep at night, they give you that couch lock if you don't want to move. Uh, you know, these are the sativas that are great for daytime. You know, this is a hybrid, it's a mixture between, you know, here's all the CBD strains that we have. These are all the different tinctures that we have. These are alcohol-based tinctures. You know, these are the, um, you know, vegetable glycerin-based tinctures. You know, these are different styles. These are the patches. These are the drinks that we have. These are the brownies that we have. These are the vegan raw snacks that we have. I mean, it, it's really unbelievable how many options and choices that you have. Usually just in flowers, which is the part of the plant that you smoke, you'll see at least a dozen different varieties. And I think that that really is a very empowering thing because it's not like, you know, old school trying to find your drug dealer down the street who's gonna, you know, give you some flowers. You don't know where it came from. You don't know who grow it. There's no tracking of any kind. You know, you don't know what fertilizers they used on it. You know, you can find strains in California that they call veganic, which are, you know, like organically grown, no pesticides or anything. They don't even use anything that might have had, you know, animal, you know, fertilizer or anything. So, you know, you're able to have a variety to choose from what seems the best for you. Um, so for those of you that have never really had a choice when choosing your cannabis, um, I highly recommend choosing based on what feels the best for you. You wanna ask questions and get an idea of what each strain is known to actually do. And then on top of that, what it is that you actually wanna use it for. And then I choose mine vibrationally. So I'm very sensitive energetically. So I'm able to kind of pick out, you know, this one just feels better to me. This one smells really good. If you pick one up and you smell it and it doesn't smell good to you, that's because your body is in a way saying this one's not for you. So follow what feels good to you always, not just when you're picking cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one of the main things about um, the industry that I always thought was really interesting is that a lot of people, um, a lot of the people in the industry have been doing this, you know, have been in the industry for 30, 40 years, you know, they were the renegades that were trying to make it legalized for years. And I think that's something about that is actually really powerful because they are, you know, speaking up when they could be put in danger about how powerful and miraculous this plant actually is. And one of the reasons why I like to keep my plant um, as it is in flower form is because of the entourage effect that comes with having all of the different cannabinoids. So if you don't know what a cannabinoid is, it's basically the parts of the plant that, um, like THC is a cannabinoid, CBD is a cannabinoid. There's tons of them. I mean, I haven't looked at it in a while, but I'm sure there's over 20 at least. And the fact that they all work together is what makes it work so well in your brain. Your body actually has an endocannabinoid system, which means it has receptors for it. So nature has actually made it so that it's able to receive it and use it as a healing modality. And I think that that's something that's really cool. So, um, yeah, um, let's see. What do you guys want to know? Um, one thing that I think is really cool when you go into the dispensaries is that you see every single type of person. Like I think when I first got to LA, I thought for sure I would go in and I would 
see like a bunch of like stoner kids and tie dye with dreads and, you know, throwing up peace signs or, you know, something stupid like that. And I mean, you definitely see those people, don't get me wrong. But I mean, then you see me walk in, then you see, um, you know, little old ladies walk in, you see people that have smoking weed since, you know, the sixties walking in and you see super professional people. You see um, literally every color of the rainbow, you know, there's like, you see people that would shock you. You would have no idea that they would ever use cannabis. And it just goes to show that it's such a universal healing tool and everybody knows it. I mean, I remember the first time that I uh, ever smoked weed uh, with some friends from college. I mean, they had no idea that I had smoked once before. I had no idea that literally every person I knew smoked weed and I had no idea. So I'm willing to bet that like at least half the people you know already do it. They just don't talk about it. So um, that's something to consider. <laughs> I think it would surprise you. And um, yeah, it's it just, it always amazes me. Um, you know, the industry is difficult. It's very fun. It's very exciting. Um, you meet a lot of really interesting people. You really open your mind up to the possibilities of, you know, if this was legalized everywhere, you know, how could we really transform the planet and, um, you know, what's really possible. And I think that that is really such an inspiring idea. And I'm loving seeing the fact that it's being legalized in so many states now because it's just an incredible thought. Like how many people, like if you look at the statistics, you know, online, just do a Google, you know, with uh, opioid numbers dropping in states where cannabis is legalized, like it'll, it's just, it's unbelievable. And, um, you know, for everyone that just doesn't understand the power of cannabis, I really think um, it's worth trying. It's not something that I use on a regular basis. It's just something that I like to have around just in case um, for any particular reason. And, you know, it's, it's a nice way to celebrate. It's a nice way to unwind and relax. And every strain is going to affect you differently. And I think that that's really important to know. So you always have to be doing a trial and error and trying out different strains. I recommend that when you first go into a dispensary, you um, get kind of like a little sampler and maybe get like the smallest amount you can get of three or four different strains. That way you know how they affect your body. And, um, you know, because you can get Blue Dream grown by 10 different people and it's going to taste, excuse me, a little bit different every time because everyone's going to, you know, use different fertilize it. You know, some people are going to talk and chant and like ohm at their plants and some people are going to just put it in the closet and forget about it. Some people are going to put it outside on a hill and let the sunshine grow it. You know, there's so many different ways. And so that's why I think it really comes down to trusting your intuition when you're choosing the plant. And then also another thing that I don't really hear people talking about is um, not using it as a way to escape. And I think that's what really has gotten it a bad rap for so long with the whole like drug context. Hey, Melanie. And, uh, you know, you can't really use it as a way to escape. You have to treat it like the medicinal powerful plant that it is and have some respect for it. And most importantly, have respect for yourself. You know, I tell all my clients, you need to fully feel your feelings. And when you do that, you know, as your uh, different emotions arise, 
you're able to cleanse them and not hold on to them and trap them in your system. Because when you're trapping that stuff in your system, that's how eventually you lead to dis-ease in your body. So it is great to use the cannabis plant in different ways, but just know that I would love for you to be very intentional when you do use it so that um, you're standing in your power and in your truth and you're not using it as a crutch. And um, yeah, that's, I think that's such a big thing. And I'm very aware whenever I do bust mine out, <laughs> like, am I trying to, oh, I miss you too, Will. Um, I'm trying to always be very conscious and aware when I partake so that I am as empowered as possible. And I know why in that moment I'm choosing to use it. And um, I just highly, 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 I didn't plan that, encourage everyone <laughs> to uh, experiment with cannabis. And uh, especially before you reach into the medicine cabinet for anything else, because you don't have to get high and enjoy the medicinal benefits of cannabis. You can absolutely buy a salve or a patch or a tincture or something that's just CBD and use that to help heal yourself from whatever inside and out or just relax. And if for some reason you're still terrified of cannabis and you want to use something else to kind of chill out, you've always got valerian root, which is amazing, or kava kava, you know. And then of course there's, you know, meditation works for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there's a lot of different ways that you can be empowered uh, into, you know, coming into your own and being relaxed and doing natural healing and, um, you know, enjoying this really magical plant. And um, I'm happy to answer any questions that you guys have about cannabis if you don't really know much about it. Um, if, you've, if for any reason you've been thinking about getting into the cannabis industry and you have any questions, you can reach out to me. Um, if you need somebody, like if you want to have like a consulting call with somebody that really knows a lot about what's going on with the laws in the industry right now, I can connect you with people for that as well. Uh, I know a lot of people that are very in the know. I don't pay too much attention to the laws anymore because I don't have to and I've got my rec, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but it is very easy to use. As far as I know, there still is no such thing as a national database. So people still don't know if you have your card. So um, I know a lot of people that are still stressed thinking that, you know, oh, my job will know. Um, obviously, if you get drug tested at work, which is it's dumb for cannabis. But if you do, um, I would advise against it. But you should still be able to do CBD from hemp. Uh, so that is an option as long as it's under 1% THC. So um, it just depends on the brand and where they source it from. So if you have any questions or you have any more interest in this topic, um, you can either ask me now and I can answer them right now or um, you can private message me. And uh, yeah, so as I said yesterday, I'm gonna be doing Facebook Lives every day for the next three weeks at least. Um, I've got lots of things that I wanna talk about. I don't know how long all these conversations will be, but you know we'll see how they go. Um, and for those of you that maybe don't know me very well, um, right now I clearly am not in the cannabis industry anymore. I just have that as a part of my history. And um, right now I'm doing radical self-love coaching. So I'm focusing on being very authentic and uh, just sharing what I know with the world 
and uh, hopefully inspiring some people along the way. So um, if you have any questions or you're interested in coaching, uh, feel free to private message me or check out my website. It's uniquelytatum.com or my Instagram account, which is also uniquelytatum. And I love you very much. And I will see you tomorrow. All right, let's see if I can make this end in one try this time as opposed to three times yesterday. <laughs> All right, love you, bye.